0: and exhale through your mouth. Sit back
1: and close your eyes. Gradually release the tension, starting from your toes working up your legs to your pelvis, and from your fingertips slowly up your arms to your shoulders. The Stacking Benjamins Show,
0: no matter how bad it gets, is your favorite podcast. I will count backwards from three, and when I snap my fingers, you'll be overcome with delight at hearing the start of this episode. Three, two, one.
1: Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor Doug, and dude, today's 420. This is my favorite day of the year because Joe's mom makes tons of brownies. They smell so, so rad. On today's show, we'll talk about the heavy topic of whether your friends have any influence over how much money you got in your wallet. To help us, we welcome from Her Money Matters, Jen Hempel, and from this here podcast, OG. Plus, this is the kickoff of a Money Smart Week, gnarly. We'll talk to Heather Greenwell from the Chicago Federal Reserve about next week's free money festivities. Free money? Yeah, count me in. Plus, we'll answer a bloom call for help and top it off with my amazing trivia. And now, the guy who's ushering in the weekend, Joe Salcian.
0: that's right i'm ushering in the weekend time to party and your party starts right here on the stacky benjamin show i am joe Sol hi ever show money on twitter and we have a festival of people celebrating 420 and the uh start of money smart week let's introduce the gentleman across this rickety card table from me right now uh the one and only og
2: Weekends start on thursdays now joe
0: didn't you know that's at your house
2: at everyone's house, is that not how it works? I
0: didn't get that memo. I I need that memo. Can you just produce? Especially
2: a... when Friday's four twenty day.
0: I don't even know what you're talking about there, but I do know Actually we have a special don't. guest with us today. Indeed, she has a brand new book out. Her money matters, and she has a podcast. Guess what that podcast is called? OG.
2: I know this one. It's um
0: uh cue card. <laughs> Doug, where's Bye. Doug? Doug's already getting brownies.
2: <laughs> Doug's getting more brownies.
0: It's called Her Money Matters. Uh, her it,
3: Money Matters. And yeah. it's
0: Jen Hempel joining us at the card table. Hey, glad you could be here for Thanks. the party.
3: Thanks for having me, and thanks for keeping this beanbag available again yes. for me, because I am loving the beanbag.
0: We've got Jen's favorite beanbag chair, like that's hers. Uh, Doug tried to sit on it. You you kicked his butt pretty good, Jen, getting him off the beanbag. Of bean course.
3: Bag. That, that is my beanbag. It's got my initials all over it.
0: You, you know who else's butt you kick, and that's, Jen, people that don't use House Call Pro, because I know you love... Housecall Pro. Thanks to Housecall Pro for supporting Stacky Benjamins. If you're ready to get your service business organized and streamlined with your customers, head to housecallpro.com slash SB. They're going to waive your $99 activation fee because you're here with us. How about that? Go to housecallpro.com slash SB. What drives me crazy, OG, is when I have uh, contractors. We've had a lot of contractors lately here in the basement.
2: Just a couple in the basement, huh?
0: Holy cow. It's been contractor heaven here. And I'll tell you, the disorganized ones drive you crazy. And all you need is House Housecall Pro to get there, and we'll save you 99 bucks. And you say $450. Jen Hempel. if you had $450 right now in your pocket, what would you do with it?
3: Oh, I'm going on a girl's trip, <laughs> leaving nice. my my guys behind. I was going to say- Is that terrible?
0: Mother of no. two, spouse of one, leaving them all. Bye. <laughs> I got $450. i am out of here.
3: Yeah.
2: How far does that get me on Uber?
0: <laughs> I know. It's, it's so funny because non-parents don't think that's very funny, but everybody that has kids is like, hell yeah- I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Drive the first $225 of gas, and then you know you've got $225 of gas to get back. There
0: you go. There it is. Very simple math. You don't even need that much math to go to magnifymoney.com. Magnify Money is the place to go when you need a better checking account, a better savings account, better credit card options. In fact, if you pay your credit cards off every month like you should, why don't you play the reward point game and do it the uh, right way? Uh, Nick Clements over at Magnify Money says, you leave money on the table if you're not getting 2% back. On your rewards where do you find those stacking forward slash magnify money all that and more and speaking of more got a lot more on today's show we're going to talk about relationships people in your life and maybe sh- should you get richer friends so that you get richer <laughs> we'll talk about that and it's the start of money smart week we're going to talk uh, to somebody from the chicago fed about that too exciting day here in the basement so let's get this party started
4: hello darlings and now, it's time for your favorite part of the show, our Stacking Benjamin's Headlines.
0: Our headline today comes from Moneyish. I thought, I thought I'd thought i run this by the two of you, because I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, the headline says, The key to getting richer could be your community. It's written by Reed Alexander. And Reed writes, Americans who ad- identify as part of communities are more financially secure, according to a new survey from MassMutual. Uh, he writes, "It takes a village to get rich," and roughly half of Americans, 48%, who identify as part of a community—in many cases, a neighborhood, social, or religious group—say that's helped improve their finances. What's more, almost seven in ten, 69%, say that being part of such communities helps to reduce anxiety around their finances, according to a new survey conducted by Mass Mutual Life Insurance. Do you think? Do you think that your friends help you reduce anxiety about your finances, Jen?
3: Well, I love this article. And the reason why I love this article, because it can go both ways. You can definitely, like the Stacking Benjamins community, that's a fantastic community. I know you love (laughs) it even more, don't you, Joe? Like what? What
2: are you doing on Monday?
3: (laughs) (laughs) But... In there, you are feeling more comfortable. So when you're more comfortable with the people that surround you, you're more likely to talk, let's say money, more likely to share something that you wouldn't share with anybody else. Granted, it also can work both ways where it share sh- also shared in the article that you can be surrounded with people that are always talking how broke they are and that could work the opposite way. But I think community is definitely important.
0: I've got friends, though, who are big-time spenders, and something that's worried me a little bit lately is that while we're all motivated to do a lot and to excel at what we do, I feel like sometimes, even though I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses, like, hey, you want to do this expensive thing? You want to do that expensive thing? And I think to myself, if we could do something that didn't cost me a Benjamin every single time we got together, that would be fantastic.
2: You have to be careful about the circle of those people like you're talking about, Joe, because... Because it can be a supportive community or it can be a community that you're trying to keep up with. There is something about lifestyle creep and there is something about, you know, kind of who you surround yourself with. And for sure, people, if all your friends make a million dollars a year and you make $100,000 a year, you are going to be in a world of hurt. Because just things are different for people that make a million bucks a year. Yeah, So I've been told.
0: <laughs> you know? Rumor has it,
2: right? <laughs> Rumor has it. But by the same token, if it's a good supportive community, you know, it's always interesting to me that more people are willing to talk about their health problems than they are their financial problems. Like, you don't want to talk to somebody about your overdraft fees or, how you're undersaving in your four hundred and one k, but check out this mole I got. This is a doozy. You know? <laughs> can you explain this rash? So I went to the doctor. And he's like, "Whoa!" You know what I mean? Like you're totally. posted
3: us- on their Instagram. I've seen
2: <laughs> it. no, really? Their Instagram. Oh. You know, like <laughs> any doctors in the house? What's this rash from? You right. Know. But but you know you'll tell a complete stranger on a train. So I just got back from my physical. Let me tell you how things are wrong with me. But you'd never tell a complete stranger. And I'm broke, and I don't know what I'm doing in my 401k, and I don't know how to save for my kid's college or any of that sort of stuff. So it, it is really important, I think, to, to surround yourself with people that are like-minded or better-minded maybe, but not necessarily wealthier. I don't know.
0: Do you go find the community though, Jen, or do you create that community? I mean, are you open about your,
3: I think what's important here is there's the larger community. And I think you need to have like a more distinctive, like more niched community in terms of like maybe ones that really are aligned with how you want to be with, you know, what you want to do with your finances, like the stacking Benjamins community. And so I think it's just important to just niche, if you will, that community to a smaller community versus just maybe your religious group, because in your religious community, maybe it's, you have all sorts of people, right? And so it's just important to really niche down uh, to those that are wanting to talk money. But but,
0: yeah, but still they talk about in this piece that even if it's a religious community, back to your point where you've got all kinds of people, maybe from different walks of life, it still helps you with your finances. Why do you think that is?
3: I think it's because within those communities, there's people with different skills, different experiences that have different backgrounds where they maybe they just bring in that knowledge to their community. Maybe they're talking about, because of course with churches and stuff, they bring in maybe workshops and sometimes it is about finances and those type of things. So maybe in that perspective where they're bringing people from their community to talk like money or talk, whatever it is.
0: You know, Jen's talking about communities in the Stacky Benjamins community. Our close Facebook group is stackybenjamins.com forward slash basement will lead you to our close Facebook group. Where you know we joke around, we talk about money. It is really fun. I love those people; they're hilarious, and some people are knowledgeable. People feel comfortable asking questions. I like that, but that's an online community. Do you think, oh, gee, there's a difference though between online or offline, or just get it wherever you can?
2: I would look at this similar to finding a coach for your life, whether it's a uh, you know something that's going on personally or professionally, a work coach or something. You almost have to find a person or a group of people that are either all aspiring to be at the same spot and so you all are working at the same thing or somebody that's just slightly ahead of where you want to be so they can kind of mm-hmm. pull you along you know from a from a coaching standpoint it's almost like finding a a, a mentor or a mastermind group or something like that to kind of dovetail a little bit on what jen said to kind of niche that down a little bit closer it can't just be all people from my church although we all might have the same belief system around money because we're all you know of the same faith or whatever the case may be i think you want to be a little bit more specific about here's what i'm working on right now and here's what i need help on and let me find somebody that's just a little bit ahead of
0: ahead of me on that but but then we're talking more i mean you know you said it's like finding a coach but you're really talking about more coaching than community
2: well a little bit i mean look at our group on facebook it's that's true it's a whole bunch of individual coaches that all contribute all at the same yeah. time You know, that's right. People uh, feel free
0: to, yeah, people feel free to coach each other in an area where they feel comfortable and then be coached in another, in another area. Yeah. Jen communities that you belong to that are powerful communities in your life.
3: Oh, absolutely. There's my community in terms of well, my family and, and just extended family is, is a big one for me. My Latina community as well, since I'm not Latina, that's an important one for me. FinCon, that's another one uh, that has been fantastic. Yeah. So there's definitely various communities in terms like masterminds as well. That's for me, that's a community.
0: Yeah. And it's funny with a mastermind, Jen, you and I are in a mastermind together and we really mm-hmm. had to tighten that up. Like, I I feel like it's your community is kind of what you make it. And that little community of ours has gotten really good.
3: Absolutely. And there is a, a Tony Robbins quote that I heard recently that it's, Not about the resources, but about how resourceful you are. Yeah. So you can have, you know, in the community, back to the point about just the religious community, you can have all these resources, but it's about how resourceful you make it, right? With the resources that you have around you.
0: Yeah. Using that community OG without being a user, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that's a good place to leave it. Online community, offline community, do you think it matters, Jen?
3: I think it's good to have both. I mean, I've always thought that it could be either in terms of connecting online or offline, but recently just being able to, because my focus this year has really with my business has been to go in person, meet more people in person and not focus so yeah. much online. And there's a, some magic there, yeah. with just being in person. So I think it's important to definitely have both.
0: I'm with, I'm with you when we meet listeners, when we go around the country it's a completely different feeling and it's, mm-hmm. and it's so much like, but, but if you can't get it that way, get it online, you know, I Absolutely. I agree. OG online, do you agree? Versus in person? Offline. I think you gotta have both. Yeah. I mean,
2: the scalability of the online relationship is so much more, right? You can have uh, community members from uh, all over the
0: world. I just feel know, like when there's... I've met somebody face to face, there's a little bit more of a connection there.
2: Absolutely. There is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. Biggest takeaway from the piece then, Uh, Jen, we'll start with you.
3: For me, it was that they're bringing this to light because it's something like we were talking earlier that money is something that we don't talk a lot about. And I think if people see the headline, which is, is the community can be a key to getting richer, hopefully it opens up their mind that, Hey, you, it makes it easier for them to talk money if they find a community where they're comfortable. And I lo- that's my takeaway that it's really, it's they're bringing this to light.
0: Yeah. Uh, OG big takeaway.
2: Well, you've heard this a couple of times, I'm sure in your life, but your quality of your life is the quality of the five people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with and take a look at the five people you surround yourself with when it comes to money. And I can tell you exactly what your money behavior is going to look like. So surround yourself by good money people.
0: We're the beginning of Money Smart Week, and we've got a real treat here. Heather Greenwald is the head of Money Smart Week. She's with the Chicago Federal Reserve, and uh, she is on her way down to the basement to explain to us exactly what's happening Money Smart Week. I love this. We talk about community gen. You familiar with Money Smart Week? There's a ton of free events all over the country.
3: Absolutely. Lots yeah. of stuff. It is just a matter of just going, finding it.
0: It's, it's a really cool week. When I was in Detroit, by the way, the Federal Reserve in Detroit has a fantastic Money Smart Week program of their own. Very powerful stuff there. Uh, when I was at Channel 7, we'd cover Money Smart Week every time. So I was very excited when they reached out to me this year and said, hey, you want to help us get the word out? I said, absolutely. And so with that, let's hear all about Money Smart Week. Well, we've been talking about it earlier in the show, but a big event starts next week. It's Money Smart Week, and here to help us kick this party off from the Chicago Fed, it's Heather Greenwald. How are you, Heather? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Well, I'm so glad you're here on the shortwave talking with us. When did Money Smart Week first begin?
4: The Money Smart Week started back in 2002 in Chicago and it was a very focused local event with just 40 partners, all of whom were really interested and excited about building financial capability in the Chicagoland area. And since 2002, over the past 16, 17 years, it's really grown to be a nationwide effort because I think everybody can rally around the idea that we all need to learn how to manage our money better, and we all want to build a financially sustainable life. And so it's been very quickly adopted across the country by many different organizations and institutions. Especially, you know, it being Financial Literacy Month during the month of April, everybody wants to find a way to connect to those consumers and help them build financial sustainability.
0: That's so awesome. What kind of things can we expect over the next week, Heather?
4: Well, starting tomorrow, Saturday, April 21st, and then running through Saturday, April 28th, we have events, again, all across the country. So we have thousands of partners that provide free financial education through events, seminars. We even have financial rock concerts. Really, uh, they're delivering this free financial information and education in a variety of ways to best-reach consumers that can benefit from just learning even one or two things about managing their finances better. So you could find a session in your local library around basic money management. You could find a session in your university if you are an undergrad or going to be a graduate student around how do you then manage paying off your student loan debt. So we really try to provide events, sessions, seminars, that will hit consumers at every major decision point in their financial life. So whether you are younger and are just learning about how to manage money, whether you're recently graduated and trying to decide how to start saving some of that first paycheck, or whether you're a little bit further along on the journey, on the financial journey, and want to think about saving for retirement, we have an event for you, and we have it delivered in a way... That is creative and interesting and digestible and something you can absorb and take away, you know, one or two really key action items from.
0: Part of what I thought was cool about Money Smart Week are how many just absolute pros, first class individuals and organizations, and yet these organizations, which, you know, they might want to sell, there's no selling happening here. Like if you see a name, they're not going to be selling at all when they're talking to you.
4: No, so that is one of the baseline rules and understandings of Money Smart Week. So We're very fortunate because we have so many great partners around the country, and they are from various institutions. So they might be a personal financial planner, they may be from a bank, they may be from a university, they could be a library, they could be a number of different individuals or hosts or content experts, but really what we've all agreed to is that the important thing is we need to provide this information for free for consumers to help them build their financial capability. And so we want to make sure the consumer feels comfortable and trusts that we're giving them the best unbiased information we possibly can. And so at a very baseline, we say that there is absolutely no selling. They are all free events. They should all be giving free and unbiased information to help people make the best decisions about their money possible. So there will be no marketing. There is no selling of any kind. If a consumer wants to follow up with an individual after the fact, they're welcome to do that. But we want to make sure consumers feel like they can go to one of these events get the information they need to make a good decision about the next step in their financial journey. So we want to make sure that they feel comfortable and that they can trust the information they're receiving.
0: Yeah. And I've been due to quite a few of these. I mean, from basic, how to manage your checkbook, how to balance a budget, basics mm-hmm. of investing, like all these different areas are so cool. I just want to know, what does a financial rock concert look like?
4: <laughs> so... Uh, we have a wonderful planning team in Detroit, Michigan. The Michigan campaign is very successful but in Detroit, right? I know. A shout out to your uh, to your Michigan roots there. They have gotten really creative. So the the chair in Detroit has a great phrase that she uses. So she likens financial education to getting somebody to eat their broccoli. You know, you're supposed to eat your vegetables. It's not the most appealing thing that you need to do. So maybe you can put a little melted cheese on that broccoli and make it taste a little bit better. So one way that they've found to reach out to especially high school students, because that's a critical age to start thinking about how to manage and save and plan for future expenses like going to college or getting a, you know getting a house, getting a job, they have devised these financial rock concerts. So they have a rock group that goes out to these high schools, and they play really fun, really upbeat, really energy-packed concerts at these high schools, but then they also talk a little bit about their financial journey, maybe some of the missteps they made or some of the things they wish they had done differently so that then the high school students aren't just enjoying the music, but they're also learning something too. So it's a fun way to engage that younger demographic that maybe not be too interested in learning about managing their money, but in a way that relates to them and that they can have fun with, but they walk out with some good information too.
0: That is so absolutely awesome. Where do people find out more if they want to look in their local community?
4: Sure, absolutely. So we have a Money Smart Week website. It's moneysmartweek.org. And we have a listing of all the events happening across the country. And you're able to search this event listing page by a number of different ways. You can search through zip code. You can search by topic. You can search by day. We've got them broken out into different audiences. So if you are an individual who is interested in retirement planning, you can look kind of in the adult event area. If you are somebody who is trying to help teach your kids about good money management, you can find events for kids too under that section. So we want to make sure again that this information is free, is easy to access, that gets you to take that first step or another step along your financial journey in a way that best suits you and meets your schedule. So you can go on to moneysmartweek.org, read a little bit more about the campaign, and find an event that's going to meet your needs.
0: Awesome. And you know what? If you're out walking the dog on the morning run or on your commute, we'll have a link in our show notes at stackybenjamins.com and just go there and we'll have a link to moneysmartweek.org. But another question, Mom's Basement is, you know, out in the middle of uh, some people call it the middle of nowhere. We call it the middle heaven. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're not going to fight over semantics. If I don't have Something in my area, are there any online events going on too?
4: There are. So, our Money Smart Week partners have gotten really creative with how they deliver their content. So, some of them are doing things like Facebook Live events, others are doing webinars. We even have a couple that are doing phone conferences. So, we have online and virtual options for consumers as well. And that's going to be something that's listed on that events calendar on the moneysmartweek.org events page. So you can definitely find things that are happening virtually if you can't get there for an in-person event.
0: Yeah, don't let uh, distance be your enemy here. There's a lot of stuff going on all over the place. Heather Greenwell from the Chicago Federal Reserve, thanks a ton for hanging out with us for a few minutes. I appreciate it.
4: Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Jeff.
1: Hey there, trivia nerds. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and here's something amazing – It's not only 420, but it's also Queen Elizabeth's birthday today. I know, right? My head's gonna explode. Wow. Here's a good money question about the queen, dudes, and dudettes. You may know she's worth like 500 million pounds or clams or dollars or whatever, but give or take a few hundred thousand, whatever. How much is the stipend the British government gives her each year to live in and run her whole like estate, all those castles, the whole shooting match? She gets something every year, how much they give her? Oh man, I bet it's like, uh, it's, a, it's a huge number. I bet it's a huge number. We'll share the answer, which probably more or less than the 14 bucks Joe's mom gives me to keep her Harley washed and shined. I'll give it to you. Just a minute. Hold tight.
0: Today's episode of Stacky Benjamins is brought to you by Magnify Money. Guess what time it is now, kids? It's time for us to go to stackingbenjamins.com. You can hear me typing, stackingbenjamins.com forward slash magnify money. And I'm going to compare the best offers for savings accounts click on the Get Personalized Offers button, and boom, look how fast that was. I now have all of the best rates for savings accounts. I put in an account balance of uh, 11000 bucks and put in my zip code, but it says that I'm going to get $220 of interest because it looks like my number one choice is a 2% interest rate. How about that? Brick and mortar banks still paying in the 0.0 something, right? And Popular Direct paying 2%. Now, the good news is, Magnify Money doesn't just take you to places that they like. They give you, according to one study, they give you 92% of the different things on the internet. Things being the technical term, right? But the bad news about Popular Direct, Magnify Money lists their paperwork as way too complex as an F. So my second choice is Salem 5 Direct. That gets a B when it comes to the fine print, and it's $1.85. Then I have Dollar Savings Direct at $1.8, PurePoint Financial at $1.75. All of these online banks, way, way, way higher than what I'm getting at my brick-and-mortar bank. Why do I stay with my brick-and-mortar bank when it's easy as heading to stackofbenjamins.com forward slash money? to get better rates. I can also look at balance transfers. I can look at cashback rewards if I pay my credit cards off in full each month. If I don't, 0% interest cards. I can also look at budget apps, auto loans, small business loans, private student loans. Here's something some people do. They look at small business loans and then they look at also personal loans and look at the difference between the two of those to see which interest rates better for them stackybedjamins.com forward slash magnify money is my number one place to go Or when people ask me where do you think the best place is for me to save i don't know head to magnify money and use stackybedjamins.com forward slash magnify money to tell them that we sent you we're also supported by house call pro let me tell you about house call pro It frustrates me. We're having a lot of work done in the basement. And if you have seen our Money in the Morning live videos lately on our Facebook channels, we record that show. You'll know I've got Larry and other work people coming behind me the whole time here in the basement. And it frustrates me when we bring in somebody to do a job for us and they don't know what time they're supposed to be here. I have no idea how long the job's supposed to take. I also don't know how the invoicing works. All of those problems, which by the way, make it difficult for me to refer people. How can I refer somebody if I don't know how anything works? Yeah, I like this person. They are incredibly disorganized. Can't do that. House Call Pro solves all those questions. It's designed for any service business. It's on a really easy to use app. So it's not like you got to learn a ton about how to figure this stuff out. You've got a job to do. You don't need to figure out your software for billing, scheduling, and those types of things. That gives you more time with your family, more time doing the things that you love. They were voted the number one software to run your business on the go. Saves you time organizing your business. Here's all the different things that it can do for you. Scheduling and dispatching, sending customers a text update to the entire process of where things sit online booking payment processing you can use all of that you can use part of it it's all up to you so if you're ready to get your service business organized and streamlined with your customers like me go to housecallpro.com slash sb tell them stacking benjamin set you and guess what they're going to do they're going to waive your 99 dollars activation fee head to housecallpro.com slash sb All right, guys. What do you think, uh, Jen? We explained the rules before we started recording. Do you want to guess first or last?
3: Let me just take a stab at it. You're going to go I'm first. I'm going to say two hundred and fifty thousand.
0: She gets two hundred fifty thousand dollars to run. She has to run the household. Just type in. Yeah, but she has to run the household because that made that's going to change your number. Uh, okay. Let's. If you've ever watched, if, yeah, if you've ever watched the Queen, and you know, and they've got a couple castles. So
3: that is true. A of, Maybe a, a million. There's a lot yeah, of grass to that mow. Is true. A
0: million dollars? A million. A million
2: dollars. Well, this is all about like prices, right style. You're not going to go a, one, you're easy.
3: not going to
0: go a million <laughs> one, are you?
2: <laughs> so, let me let me take a stab at it. My official answer is a million and one cuz I want to win. But how You're a horrible you human worth? being. I know. So, I'm a 100 uh, 500 million dollars pocket change to a guy like Joe for sure. Couple of palaces, some staff. I'm gonna say the uh, the annual budget is uh, seven million six hundred forty three thousand nine hundred eleven dollars thirty two cents.
0: Watch this man up and go with that as your real answer.
2: Fine, eight million.
0: Eight million. One million for Jen. Eight million for OG. Let's see who wins.
1: Hey there, trivia fans. Miss me? Aw, that's sweet man, cause like I missed you too! I love having good friends like you and that's why I'm back with this royal doozy of a far out trivia answer. The question, for those of you too busy eating brownies, or, you know, maybe you developed a short-term memory issues like I seem to have lately, I don't know what's going on. Here's the question. How much is the stipend the Queen receives from the British government each year to live on her estates and run her prodigiously sized castles? The answer, back in 1990, the Queen froze the amount she receives from the parliament at 12.9 million bucks. That represents more than the 85% drop in real money from 1990 to today due to inflation. So did you get it right? I mean, did you figure it out? Oh, awesome. Nice job. Let the queen know, man. I'm sure you'll be eligible for some kind of like knighthood or something based on your ability to crank out useless information. Unbelievably, get this. OG was the winner in this contest. Unbelievable, OG. Mucho respect, dude.
0: Jen, you were just a little low.
3: Oh, I figured. Well, OG was really thinking through it. And I was just like, let me just guess without any thinking.
0: (laughs) But it's not like if you were here on any other show and Paula, holy cow. Paula would have said, I don't know.
2: I'm just throwing this out there. Twelve million, eight hundred thousand. I don't know.
0: <laughs> She'd say, well, they probably need X amount per mower, and each mower cost X amount if you'd appreciate those over twenty years and get the uh yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Twelve point nine million, not a number, Jen, you can live on. It's a good start.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm just amazed that it's, you know, so who's taking the pay cut over the last 30 years? Uh, the Queen probably, right? Well,
0: well, I read something saying they had a staff Christmas party every year. They used to. They got rid of that, like, in the 90s.
2: That didn't eat up the last 30 years of inflation.
0: I was going to say, if you had an $800,000 <laughs> Christmas party, I want to be invited to that party. But Oh, you you weren't invited to our last party? To the Queen's last party. Oh.
2: Well, you said if we had an eight hundred thousand dollar Christmas. party. Oh, if we had,
0: if we had, I mean, a, ours
2: ours wasn't eight hundred thousand, but it was. if
0: we had an eight dollar Christmas party, that'd be awesome. that would be great.
2: <laughs> you and I drinking Schlitz in front of a fire.
0: That was so romantic. Oh, oh, oh! Looks like somebody needs some help. And all three of those O's are sponsored by Bloom Smart Simple Four Hundred One K Management. If you've got a four hundred one k, do you know how frustrating it was deciding what to invest in without professional help? Now there's, and, and let me ask you, Jen, your husband signing up for his thrift savings plan, frustrating?
3: No, not for us. I mean, it, it was just something we knew we were going to do.
0: Because he's got you, but deciding which funds to pick?
3: Oh, the funds part, deciding to do it. I mean, some people even just deciding to do it, it's a tough part for them for whatever reason. But yeah, the funds part, yeah, that's something that you just needed to we we had to t- take a good look at yeah people but think we that they knew the the easy part was knowing the you know that has really low fees that was the easy part knowing that tsp was a good uh, good choice but yes absolutely picking the funds that's another matter
0: it is so frustrating for so many people there's a better way now to grow your 401k uh og oh uh, len's not here so can you help me
2: sure i can take over for len now, i know where this is headed
0: now there's a better way to grow your 401k with three O's is a simple, smart, and affordable way to grow your 401k. Go online to StackyBenjamins.com forward slash to find out more with you can simply connect your existing 401k in a few easy steps. Let's sit back and relax while performs an unbiased analysis of the funds in your account and chooses the best mix to meet your goals while minimizing his investment fees. By the way, they do that analysis for free, uh, whether you sign up or not. It's so simple. In fact, the hardest part is remembering there's three O's in Bloom. Head to forward slash Bloom and enter promo code.
2: Uh, no, SB.
0: SB for your first month free and see the difference Bloom can make in your retirement. And today we're going to help out our new BFF, Daniel. Say hi, Daniel.
4: Hey, Joe and OG. Daniel here. Thanks for keeping me entertained on my long commute to work. My question is around life insurance. Shortly after my daughter was born, I upped my life insurance policy and my wife signed up for a new term policy. Her policy included a rider at no charge for a 25-year term $10,000 policy on my daughter. Yesterday, her insurance provider sent a letter and offered to turn that temporary rider into a permanent policy with 20-year payments for a monthly increase at just over a dollar a month. By permanent, I'm not sure if they mean whole life insurance or just a term policy that goes beyond 25 years. What questions should I ask when I call them back to inquire about the offer? I know it may seem silly to ask a $12 question, But since my five-star review never made it on mom's fridge, I figured this was the best way to make it on the show.
0: (laughs) Just because we didn't talk about it, Daniel, does not mean it didn't make it on the fridge. I promise you. We can't keep up with mom and the stuff on the fridge. But thanks for the question. Jen, it's a dollar more for permanent insurance on his infant. What do you think?
3: I would just call and ask the question. I am not an expert in the insurance, so I'm going to, you know, really turn it more to OG, but for me, I just really want to know why his five-star review didn't make it to the <laughs> That's really my big question to you, Joe.
2: That's the most like,
0: important that's question. That's
3: the most, I mean, I'm sorry, Daniel, but I'm rooting for you because it fi- needs to be. I'm
0: feeling the, the, the heat British. lamps here on me from that beanbag chair. Holy cow. Uh, uh, OG, uh, what questions does Daniel need to ask?
2: Oh, this is easy. No questions. You don't even reply to that email. This is a really shady bait and switch. Is it not? It seems like it is because permanent
0: permanent insurance for a dollar
2: more. Join the Gerber grow up plan for 69 cents a day. Your child can have life insurance until they're dead. In 150 years from now, but they'll probably cancel it sometime in their 20s. And we'll keep all those premiums that you paid and you'll never. It's stupid.
3: That's what I was thinking you were going to say, but I'm like, you know what?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just let him say it.
3: Yeah. Let him say it. It totally feels like
2: a big bait and switch. Like, hey, so we're going to give you this for free. And then two weeks later, you get a thing in the mail going, hey, that free thing. Uh, What do they call those freemiums? freemium. Freemium. Did they get a freemium
0: life insurance policy with an upsell?
2: Upsell, cross-sell, downsell, market, market,
0: market. It's like, what did I find the bottom of my Cracker Jack box? Oh, some permanent life insurance. Fantastic.
2: I mean, it's a dollar, so whatever floats your boat, it's not going to kill you either way, but I wouldn't even bother
0: with it. Well, the first thing, if he really wants to do permanent insurance is to ask, how can you do that for just a dollar?
1: Wow.
2: Okay. We don't need to get into how they do that, but it's all based on likelihood and probability, right? No,
0: so, but it's still going to be more than a dollar for a permanent policy that's the same amount as the term policy rider that they have?
2: Eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. they count on is the fact that every kid in America, and I know you had one and got rid of it, and I had one and got rid of what, it. What, a Everybody kid?
0: Gets I totally didn't. No, no. Oh, <laughs> I swear to God, that wasn't me. I kept that both my me. kids. You oh, life all, insurance.
2: Kept, you kept all three, two of them. Um <laughs>
0: No, I mean we get that call mom, every year around the holidays. Hey, dad, hey, wrong number. Click, right. Wrong number.
2: <laughs> that. Yeah, somebody asks you for a DNA sample every so often. Ancestry.com <laughs> calls and says, We've got a match. You're like, delete, delete that email. That's horrible. No, this happened to me. It happens to a lot of people. When I left my house after I was done with school and everything, my mom said, Oh, hey, by the way, here's this life insurance policy I've had for you for the last 20 Years and and you go oh okay it's got eighteen bucks in it in cash value great so I can just get the eighteen dollars well
0: do with it what you please and that's what happens to most of these things. The big question for me is once your child's past Sid's age why your kid needs life insurance because life insurance generally speaking unless it's for some I mean there's some obscure reasons to use insurance like estate planning or gifts to charity paying off some tax that might come up, but generally it's to replace income that you won't have. So unless, uh, Daniel, your infant is out there cranking it's in like the box, right. Is making a bunch of money, uh, for the family. There's no reason to have insurance on a child. Yes. And
2: maybe funeral costs are expensive, right? So yeah, God but you look at the anything l- weird happens, Yeah,
0: okay, you know, Just if I'm playing the odds, which is what risk management's all about, right? If I'm not focused on insurance and I'm focusing on risk management, which is where I should be focused, once I get past sudden infant death syndrome, the chance of your child passing away goes through the floor, which is why there's a news report every time something happens to a child because it is a huge tragedy. Can it happen? Yes. But if I'm risk management, I'll see people buy life insurance on their kids and they don't have disability on themselves.
2: I'll take the free amount that they're going to add. Yes. Right? If they're going to say, right. hey, here's 10 grand as the child rider, let's take that.
0: And then I guess if you need insurance through yourself, I don't know, Jen, does your husband have insurance on the kids available through work?
3: Yes, I believe so. Yes. I know there's one, a free one, but I, and I think it is through work. And do you think yeah, that's a good a way? to
2: $10,000 or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's that amount.
3: Yeah. Oh, gee. do you think that's a good way to go
0: to get it through work?
2: Free. Yeah. Take all the free stuff you can get. Yeah. it's going to hurt. Yeah. I, I wouldn't pay extra for it.
0: Good stuff. Thanks for the question, Daniel. And uh your review. I'm sure it made it to mom's first.
4: We need to like today. To
0: we apparently missed it and I feel bad. But the uh but yeah, good good stuff. Thank you very much, Daniel. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna send him our call in t shirt that everybody gets when they call into the show because that takes a lot of guts to do. So uh we're gonna make it Love up it. to you with a Stacky Benjamin shirt that he'll never wanna wear because it's a Stacky <laughs> Benjamin shirt.
2: I wear mine at least once a of-
0: year i wear mine constantly we got to get jen one of those shirts
3: yes i've got one remember i got you the do one? have one uh, i did order one you've got
0: the financial education one yes it's
3: the one it looks like a gym t-shirt like we had in middle school yeah. and yeah that's the one that i have fin-
0: a circus financial ed shirt yeah this one is a circus the greatest yeah. money really. show on earth the show anyway head to forward slash. Uh, nothing. Just go to stackybedjamins.com and click on the top and where it says questions for the show, and that'll show you all the different ways you can interface with the show. That's going to do it for today, guys. Jen Hempel, thanks a ton for playing. And for those people that missed our interview with Jen about her book, Her Money Matters, you want to go back in the archives at Stacky Benjamins, listen to this. So we covered that, but let's talk about your show, what's coming up on Her Money Matters, which is awesome.
3: Oh, my goodness. So this month, I've got some fantastic guests. I believe that you have had Rocky LaVani.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, he um, has his daughter. This is funny. I've been on his show. His daughter's come on the show. He's joining us on the roundtable in the next, uh, I'm going to say six weeks. So not yet, but Rocky's awesome.
3: Okay. I know you've, you all taught, so I have yes. thought, but yeah, so I've had guests like that. I've really, it, I've been mixing it up a little more and not really on purpose. It's just how it comes down the <laughs> pipe. So there's been definitely more males on the show, which has been great. For a show uh, called I've Her Money, mixing M- it up. F- for a show and called Her. have been on the show I have been as on. well, which was, was a lot of fun and focusing a lot more, bringing in more experts on areas that I don't cover because- I don't know it all. (laughs) Uh, So I bring in uh, different experts uh, in different areas of finance that I don't cover. And the one that I'm excited about releasing too, because we're going to be working with her and I believe, yes, I know you've met her, Pam, the scholarship shark.
0: Oh yeah. who
3: I absolutely love. I'm excited to share her with my audience just because I, my oldest, he's going to, he's in high school right now, but he's got three more years. And so those are the things that are on top of mind right now is the scholarships, the free money. So-
0: and, and she's oh, incredible. Hi. She was on our Facebook live and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Everybody needs to go listen to that. Cause that woman oh, knows where awesome. all the money's buried. She knows oh, where absolutely. it's all buried. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh gee, what's happening to you with what to you, what's happening with <laughs> you? What's happening to well, you?
2: Lots of things happened to me. Um, <laughs> the Twitter followers are proceeding as planned and not the fake OG. I have a really funny story. So, I do a little bit of exercise in my free time just like a little bit. And so, I made a, you know, I messaged the the exercise person like, "Hey, didn't really feel like it, but she motivated me and I got it done." And somebody complete stranger wrote back, the real OG, like at the real OG, did it in 44 minutes. So I mes- mentioned that I took me 45 minutes and then it said and so I click on it. There's like actually a Twitter handle for the the real. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. Just a complete, complete random person, you know, so and not the fake OG, but because um, I'm not the fake one. There's a lot of fakeies out
0: there. There are lots of fakes, but there's but only otherwise, one. Really. Uh,
2: you know, just kind of hanging out. It's a busy time of year. School's kind of wrapping up. My in-laws are coming to town. It's great. My house is like a, it's like a youth hostel for old people. What do they call those?
0: Senior centers. And, and also, it's like a senior center. A youth hostel for old people.
3: <laughs> An older adult hostel? No, I, th- I think on that not, note.
0: That's the way
2: too PC. It's definitely a senior center. We I got get one of those little chairs that you can like ride
0: up the side of your. To the so, upstairs. do you
3: provide <laughs> activities for them? Bingo. He
0: does. The- bingo th- and all those things. Bingo at three okay. o'clock in the afternoon. I worked
3: at a senior center. I don't know if you know this.
0: Uh, well, yeah. a pair- just by that's the things on. you like, say there. Right. Yeah.
2: We all get in the van, and we drive downtown, and we go look at the museum and stuff. Yeah, that's great.
3: We're going to
0: leave it right there. Uh, Doug, <laughs> tell us what we should have learned today.
1: Yeah, sure thing, Joe. I mean, I've just been sitting over there in the corner all show, just absorbing all this knowledge you're dropping. And I could definitely tell people what we should have learned today. First, surround yourself with good people, and your money situations won't take care of themselves, actually. But you'll find yourself emulating better habits, which will then translate into more financial stability. Second, thinking about insurance for children, you should carefully consider not the cheap cost, but whether you need it or not. Look, if Spam were on sale for like three cents a can, would you buy a hundred of them? Oh, I would totally buy a hundred cans of Spam. That stuff's awesome. But the big question, try not to walk downstairs after eating Joe's mom's brownies today I think it'd be way better to actually walk with brownies and Funyuns, man, and like Bugles and Crunchy Cheetos. Not the puffy kind, though. Those are worthless. That Crunchy Cheetos is where it's at. Who else is getting hungry? Wow. Special thanks to Heather Greenwell from the Chicago Federal Reserve for stopping by the basement. You'll find more on Money Smart Week and all of the free events around the country at MoneySmartWeek.org. This show was created by Joe Salcihai, produced by Richie Rutter-Reese, and engineered by the amazing Steve Stewart. Online, visit us on Twitter at at SBenjamin'sCast or on our Facebook page. Shannon Cowan is our community manager and social media guru. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Thanks to Joe's mom for these amazing lollipops. Man, 420 just keeps on getting better and better. (laughs) Lollipops would be extra good with some of those Funyuns and Bugles and Crunchy Cheetos. Who wants to go for a Taco Bell run? Anybody? Oh, gee, let's go hit the bell.
0: Welcome to the After Show, the part of the show that doesn't exist. Jen, you worked at a senior center.
3: Yes, I did. I worked at a senior center for right before I married my husband. Do you know what I studied? I have a master's in gerontology. Do you really? Yes. I am purely talented. I have, yeah. And this is what I'm I'm in finances. And Uh, I've been all over the place. But yeah, I worked at a senior center. I did their outreach uh, for definitely the international population especially because i'm latina they wanted me to do a lot of the programs for the latino seniors so
2: i was at a credit it's exactly like my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah have somebody on staff I even that taught aerobic outreach. classes
3: for it i even taught aerobic classes because you had to wear all hats right so i and did some of the aerobic awesome. classes i
2: am going to talk to my mom next time she's down and Mrs. Og's mom, and see if they get if they want us do eight thirty a.m. Cal
0: Og's about to negotiate a deal with Jen.
2: Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> <I know. laughs> come <laughs> this teach you. Be funny.
3: And the dances, <laughs> there were the oh. dances, the senior dances. No, I just I was... one of
2: those big buses that pulls up in front of my house, and all the old people walked out, and then they go to the farmers market or wherever the heck they go. It'd be
0: better having Jen there within a week. They're all speaking Spanish. I mean, nice. they. they claro, que si. Yeah, they're multilingual. They're they're having fun. You're. uh, What are you
2: saying? Is not fun for me to be the cruise ship
0: (laughs) director? No, no, I know you. They're (laughs) like, okay, how can we have uh, way more fun than this?
2: I got to ask a guy from uh, Happy Gilmore.
0: I got to ask. I got to ask Jen something that I heard a (laughs) that I heard a month ago. I'm not even going to go there. That I heard a month ago. uh, Excuse me, not a month ago, a year ago, at a credit union conference. It was a group from NYU who was working on a new app. And they decided to focus on older people. And as they were studying older people, they got a bunch of statistics and they said, some statistics we can't use. But the one statistic we found funny that we can't use for, for their study was the highest, not the highest number, but the biggest acceleration in STDs is among yep. senior citizens.
3: So did you see,
0: did you see hookups happening? Was it a wild and crazy party at the senior center? I did
3: not see hookups happening, but I've heard of them.
0: Yes. (laughs) can't, just can't imagine. Yep. I'm going to the senior center. So, hey, ladies. Like I said, there were
3: dances and there was a lot of things happening. I
0: did uh, these singles dances for older people when I was a, when I was a disc jockey and they were mostly seniors. And. I worked them for maybe three years. And by the end of three years, I think all the regulars had made their way around the entire, like so-and-so was dating so-and-so and that mm-hmm. lasted maybe three months. And then they were dating his buddy, this other dude. And then they were dating the next person and they made it all the way around the circle. It was pretty, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty filthy. I believe it. It was pretty filthy.
2: It. <laughs> Slim pickings when you're like 97, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get what you get.
0: It was a, it was, it was pretty disgusting, but I, I, I don't know. I was going to ask, is any craziness though? I mean, we had Susan Hodges on, remember this oh, gee, we had Susan Hodges on talking about that nursing home in Fort Worth that she worked at and some of her mm-hmm. incredible stories.
2: Oh yeah,
0: the there nastiness mu- yeah. There must be some stories, Jen
3: stories on anything
0: something happened at the senior things. center you wouldn't you wouldn't oh, expect
3: and the senior were still back uh, to the senior center so I was thinking we were changing gears oh my gosh that was feels like so long ago now
0: I had a while you're thinking of that Good. I had a client who hired me because he had no immediate family left. He had a friend from college that I had to get a hold of on his behalf and ask his friend if he would be his, if he would be his uh, power of attorney. And we talked to this friend together and it's funny, his, his friend said to me, he's like, I haven't seen Norm since college and I'm going to be the guy taking care of him. And I said, you're all he's got. He doesn't trust this one cousin who's still alive, doesn't trust that part of the family. His family's all passed away. So you and I are it. So I. I watched this guy fade over time, and uh, so I would go visit him at the center, and he had, he had Alzheimer's. And it was sad to watch him just go away. And there's one day, we're sitting in, they had this little indoor garden area. His par of attorney and I are sitting on this bench. The par of attorney and I are just talking because Norm is just out to lunch. He just is staring off into the distance, but he keeps talking, and he keeps talking about horse racing <laughs> I and mean, horse racing has come up a lot lately on the show, but he keeps talking about horse wow, racing.
2: There's some synergy here with yes. all of our shows lately. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're like uh, Joe's got uh, Alzheimer's also because he keeps talking about horse racing, but but uh, he keeps talking about horse racing, keeps talking about what he did as a profession, and to keep some anonymity about who he is. I want to talk about that, but he would have these conversations, and he just keep babbling. He would just talk. So we're sitting out there with him and there's a woman sitting a couple benches away and she has this young man who's holding her hands because she's trying whenever she gets away whenever she gets away from him she keeps hitting herself and she goes don't hit me don't hit me don't hit me please stop please stop don't hit me please stop don't hit me don't hit me no 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 don't hit me don't hit me please stop and he keeps the guy keeps saying to her it's okay it's going to be okay it's going to be okay and she just continues Don't hit me! Don't hit me! Please stop! Please stop! No! 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 And it's funny because Norm had been out of it for maybe three months until that day, and we're sitting on this bench, and she just keeps going on. No! 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 And it was amazing. All of a sudden, he was there. You could just feel that he was there with us. Like he came out of whichever room he's in, and he's there with us. And he looks right at me, and he says, "I wish she'd shut the." Up, And then he goes back into wherever he was like, he's back with us, looks at me and says that, and then he's gone again. And it was the most, it was the most amazing moment. It was this, this, I don't know, spiritual moment. It was this weird moment. And, uh, anyway, that's probably the weirdest thing that ever happened to me at a senior center.
3: Yeah. And, and I can't think of one specific, I just remember with Alzheimer's, it is such a crazy it's just sad because it's a degenerative disease right, over time. And, and I have, you know, recalled seeing some of the seniors because I um, would volunteer at some of the nursing homes. And that's when you really saw like some of the sadness of, unfortunately, it is hard to, t- you know, with some of those diseases is is draining as a caretaker you know, and so the families take them to the nursing homes, but then they don't, they just leave them there. Not everybody. And that's the, the, the craziness for me was just seeing these seniors basically aging all alone. I mean, yeah. Getting abandoned. Right.
0: Abandoned. Yeah. That's tough. Boy, we ended that on a high note. That's
2: great. I'm going to (laughs) go call mom real fast. Tell her she's welcome at my house anytime. (laughs) And, uh, We can do anything she wants this next trip.
0: Yes. And that uh, you're inviting Jen over and uh, you're going to have aerobics and uh, Spanish lessons. (laughs) It's going to be great.
3: And I can teach them some salsa lessons too, if if they want. All
0: right.
3: (laughs) Bringing the tone up.
0: (laughs) Well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is military appreciation month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person, Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans. And all branches of the military, veterans, DOD, employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.